Hello campers, pull up a seat and join me by the campfire. You're just in time for a story. So fly off an adventure, won't you take me along? I need someone I can count my own. Fly off an adventure, won't you take me along and stay with me? Hello and welcome to episode 2 of Project Story Campfire Edition. I am your host and resident storyteller, Jay Hoke Smith. I have another great story for you this week. This is a short story that I wrote about a year ago. It is about a young man facing the start of middle school, but he is trying to hold on to his boyhood for as long as he can. It is called The Dog Days of Boyhood. I am lying on my back on a small wooden pier that was built on the shore of the lake on my family's property. Okay. It isn't really a lake, it's more of a very large pond, but here in Indiana, people sometimes call ponds lakes. I am lying in a way that my legs are dangling off the pier, at the knees, and my toes are gently brushing the surface of the water. I am staring at the sun with my eyes closed, only seeing the reddish-orange of the sun's rays penetrating my eyelids. All around me are the sounds of a lake during the dog days of summer the low rhythmic grunts of nearby bullfrogs, harmonizing with the chirping katydids and crickets. These intermingled with the anthem of summer, a.k.a. the constant droning of cicadas and the distant calls of waterfowls. These sounds all came together to create the symphony of summer that could be heard around my family's lake all summer long. It is hot out here. You may not think that it gets hot in Indiana, but it definitely does. Sure, in the winter it can get really cold, dipping several degrees below zero. Yet in the summertime it can get hot, at times cooking you alive at temperatures near 120. I have family who live in northern Indiana in the South Bend area, and the temperatures can change by nearly 150 degrees from the coldest day in winter to the hottest day of summer. This is one of those days where the mercury is dancing somewhere between 100 and 105. And to top it off, the humidity is so high, you might bump into someone and get stuck together. It is what my mom calls sticky hot. That is August in Indiana for you. It goes from just hot to sweltering. So you might be asking me, if it's so hot outside, what are you thinking being outside? I was inside, enjoying the air-conditioned house, when it hit me that there were only a few more weeks left in summer vacation. And then I start my time in middle school. I don't want to start middle school. I've heard people say that it's the time when everything starts to change and nothing is ever the same again afterwards. I don't want things to change. I want everything to stay the same. Peter Pan had it right when he said, I want always to be a little boy and to have fun. I decided right then and there that I wasn't going to waste the last precious moments of my time as a boy, sitting on the couch, no matter how miserably hot it was outside. So I peeled myself off the couch and crossed the house to what looked like the front door, but must have been an oven door in disguise. Because when I opened the door, my face was accosted by a blast of hot air. I took a deep breath and stepped out of the comfortably cool air and into a furnace. Instantly, 
the sweat began to pour out of every surface on my body, and in a few short minutes, I was drenched from head to foot. But I would not, could not turn back. I would complete my quest for the ultimate childhood prize, summer fun. I stepped barefoot in the direction that I did not know for sure where I was heading, but I was sure that I would find what I was looking for, if I just kept walking. I let my feet lead me along the dirt path through the woods behind my house. Eventually I found myself standing on the shore of the pond, looking at the smooth glass-like surface of the water. I longed very much to jump into the arms of what I was sure was pleasantly cool water. The only reason that I find myself lying in the heat of the sun baking my skin rather than cooling myself in the refreshing pool in front of me was that I thought that if my mom found out that I jumped in without her permission, I may be grounded and trapped indoors for the rest of my summer. Lying on my back, feeling the cool water with the tips of my toes while the rest of my skin became more like that of a rotisserie chicken, hot and crispy. It just becomes too much for me to bear. I quickly decide that it is definitely worth the risk, just to enjoy a couple hours of fun. Hopefully, it will last a couple hours and I don't get caught too soon. I am sure to be caught, especially with my annoying little brother hanging around somewhere, always looking for an opportunity to ruin my fun by telling mom whenever I do something I probably shouldn't be doing. I stand up, and with my hand blocking the blinding sun from my eyes, I scan the area around me for any sign of prying eyes. But all I see are trees, some tall grass, and a few cattails growing in the shallows of the pond. Seeing that the coast was clear, I pulled off my t-shirt and then undid my shorts, letting them drop to the ground leaving me standing there wearing only a pair of ratty old tidy whities with a couple small holes in the backside. I back up several feet, giving myself a running start. I sprint for the end of the dock as fast as I can go. Leaping into the air, just as I reach the end, I tuck my knees up against my chest and let out a cry of, CANNONBALL! Just as I hit the water, I am engulfed in refreshing surge of water. As soon as I am in the water, I point my legs straight and let myself sink down to the bottom. It is only about nine feet to the bottom, but I feel as though I am floating down for hours. As soon as my feet touch the silty bottom, I push off and return to the surface. As soon as my head breaches the surface and the water drains from my ears, I am met by, by a very unwelcome sound. You're gonna be in so much trouble when I tell mom that you went swimming without asking. It was my bratty little tattletale of a brother. I knew this would happen, but why must it happen so soon? Thankfully, my brain worked quickly, and I came up with a plan that just might work. Hey, Jake, I called after him. Instead of telling mom and then us both being trapped inside for the rest of the day, why don't you jump in with me? The water is so nice and cool. I could see the battle waging in his mind over whether to have fun swimming with me or to have the fun of getting me in trouble. So I tried another tactic. Come on, I'll race you to the island. 
The island was just what we called a floating dock that sat out in the middle of the pond. It worked. As soon as I said that, I saw him make up his mind and start pulling off his clothes. I turned in the water and sped off towards the island. As soon as I reached it, I pulled myself up on the side and flopped over on the wooden surface to wait for Jake as the sun instantly started drying my skin. I watched him make his way towards me across the water, moving as fast as his arms and legs could take him. When he finally reached the island, he looked up and said, No fair, Gid! You had a head start! I want a rematch! Quit your belly aching and climb up here already so that I can throw you off again! A big grin split his face from ear to ear. With all his strength, he pushed himself out of the water onto the dock and was on his feet in seconds. With his arms outstretched in my direction and his fingers sticking out like claws, he rushed at me like a crazed chimpanzee and we are quickly locked in a life or death match of King of the Rock. We spent three glorious hours today playing King of the Rock, throwing each other off the dock, doing flips and tricks off the side, and dunking each other under the water until both of us ended up back on the dock, lying in the sun, completely pooped out. Lying here as the sun dries my body, I'm reflecting on the day I've just had. Two thoughts keep swimming through my mind. Maybe growing up doesn't mean that the fun times have to end. And the little squirt is kind of fun when he isn't tattling on me to mom. Just then, I hear a sound that is strange among the sounds normally heard out in the woods. It was a strange digital beeping sound, sort of like beep, 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 beep. It took me about a minute to realize what it was that I was hearing. At the beginning of summer, my grandpa gave Jake a digital watch to celebrate his completing the first grade. My mom set an alarm on his watch to alert him when it was time to come inside and get cleaned up for dinner. This alarm was the strange beeping I heard. As understanding grasped my mind, I leapt to my feet and shouted, Oh man, we're going to be in big trouble if we don't get home right now. Oh no, oh no, oh no, Jake said as he got to his feet as well. The two of us leapt into the water and swam harder than we had ever swam in our lives. Reaching the pier, we pulled ourselves out of the water and made a beeline in the direction of the house, grabbing up our clothes as we ran. Stopping to get dressed would take up valuable time, so instead we pulled our clothes on while we ran, tripping ourselves more than once, as we tried to push our legs through the legs of our shorts. We finally reached the door of the house, lake water and fresh sweat mixing together on our skin, soaking our clothes which were clinging to our skin, and the dirt we kicked up running the path through the woods made a muddy mixture together with the sweat and lake water and caked itself on our skin and clothes. We looked like we had been wrestling around in the dirt all afternoon. As we walk into the house, our mom comes to the door and sees the state we are in. You two are a mess, she said with a half frown, half smile on her face. Go straight away and clean yourselves up before dinner. As we walk away from her, Jake leans over and whispers, Do you think we got away with it? Just be cool and act normal, I say. I don't think she suspects a thing. We get cleaned up and go straight away to the kitchen. 
As we arrived in the kitchen, we are greeted by the always welcome aroma of tacos. I am always in the mood for tacos, and especially now. After swimming and messing around in the lake all afternoon, I'm famished. As I sit down at the table, my dad greets me with a question that I have been preparing for ever since Jake and I had gotten home. So, what have you two been up to this afternoon? You guys looked like you had quite a bit of fun, whatever you were doing. Oh, well, we were just hanging out around the lake, roughhousing and just having good fun like brothers should. I answered with confidence and then eyed Jake, hoping he gets the hint and backs up my story. Yeah, what he said, Jake blurts out just as soon as he sees me looking at him. Well, Dad says, I'm glad you guys got along with each other for a change, and that you had fun this afternoon. Yes, he bought it. We are going to get away with it. We're going to get off scot-free. But next time you decide to go swimming in the lake, Dad says looking me in the eye, check with your mom or me first, alright? He knew. How did he always know? And there you have the dog days of boyhood. I really hope you enjoyed that story. Before we leave the campfire for another week, I would like to share with you a new segment of mine that is called A Few of My Favorite Stories. In this segment, I will share with you one of my favorite stories that I would like to suggest that you check out on your own. This week, my favorite story that I want to share with you is my most favorite story of all times. It is called Peter Pan by J.M. Barry. I've loved this story my entire life. There's a book, there's plays, there is many movies that have been made on it. Check out the story. I know that you will love it just as much as I do. Now, before I go, I want to say a special thanks again to my friend Carter LaGrange for the use of his song Adventure as the theme song for Project Story. Go check him out wherever you get your music. Also, I want to let you know that if you would like to get a hold of me, either to give me feedback or to share a story of yours with me, you can send those to me at projectstory.fire at gmail.com. Or you can connect with me on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at jhoaxsmith1. Or you can find me on Instagram. Just search jhoaxsmith and look for the Project Story logo. I will put a link to all of those in the show notes. Also, if you share your story with me and give me permission, it may appear in a future episode of Project Story. That is all I have for you this week. Join me here by the fire again in two weeks for another story. I will share with you a retelling of one of my favorite fables. Until next time, keep living out your story and be sure to make it the best story you can.